Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. For overtime overseas, uh, Jane, does the U.S. do more harm or good with its drone policy? Um, I, <laughs> uh, the use of domestic drones is doing a lot of harm, by the way. Domestic? They, I don't domestic. think that's what the question I know, about. but let me go to both parts. We're not really killing people with the Well, we, that's a possibility. I think it's really out of control, and we're going to shred our Fourth Amendment. You heard it here. The use of drones internationally is a mixed bag, and we should reduce the use of drones. And our foreign policy should be much, much more about economic trade and aid and helping educate people all over the world so they have opportunity. On, on balance, on balance, and I was a supporter of the drone program, I believe today it is doing more harm than good overseas. The reason is, is because we, it's, our, it's the sole tool, basically, of our war on terrorism. When we take out al-Qaeda safe houses, we wind up taking out the spouses and the children. Hundreds, sometimes thousands of people have been killed over the years in places like Yemen and Somalia and Pakistan. And we, we, we generate this resentment from these populations for that. And we also lose valuable intelligence, because instead of capturing these guys and getting information out of them to prevent a future attack, we wind up vaporizing them. We vaporize them and their entire community. So you would agree with what I was just saying. It's because we're there. No. If we weren't there, no? Should we be there? It depends how we're there. Uh, America is the indispensable... No, we don't have an empire. What? Yeah, we don't have an empire? We don't have an empire. We're America before... Putin may be built, but we're not. We have troops in like 150 different countries in the world. Are you crazy? We have like 760 bases around the world. No, and we've reduced our bases. We have 50,000 troops in Germany. I think we got Hitler right now. It's the... By 2006, there was no single American tank in Europe. And by right. the way, if you were praising Obama's, you know, peace record, because of this weak policy now, he had no choice but to bring American soldiers, a small detachment, 100 soldiers, at, at 10 tanks, at the Russian border. First time in my living t- uh, memory. American troops are facing Russian troops in Estonia and Latvia because it's the, those uh, small countries are NATO members. And by 2013, there were no American tanks in Europe at all. Wake me when he takes Poland. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, we moved a hundred... Are you making I, jokes about it? Yes, obviously that Pulse, was a Pulse, joke. Both yeah. suffered from... A, a, I hope now not Paulson. It's a comedy show, Gary. We make jokes about everything. (laughs) Okay, if I have to watch out, it's not about the Holocaust. (laughs) You made it about the Holocaust. But for Paulson, it's tough. 
For Poles, it's tough. Millions of Poles have been killed by oh, Russians and Germans. Gary, shut up. <laughs> this is a stupid thing to say. I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of yours. But to say that I was making a Holocaust joke when I said, no. wake me when you Putin takes... You said you make jokes about everything. I do. <laughs> but that was not a Holocaust joke. And I don't think I've ever made one. Now's a good time for a motherfucker. That's how I feel like... <laughs> At the end of the show there, when you talked about the Obama model versus the Bush model... Right. The the four-year anniversary of us getting bin Laden was fantastic. And yet, after that, President Obama said, Al-Qaeda's on the run. Al-Qaeda's been decimated. Wow. Look at Yemen. Look at Somalia. Look at Nigeria. Look at what's going on throughout the Middle East. Terrorism is not... On the yeah, run. but the whole it thing hasn't started been decimated. in 2003 when well, we should never have gotten into that, that Iraq. May that may or may not was, be. I'm simply no, saying, no, no, no. But we're we're celebrating. Up. We're celebrating a SEAL team operation that took out uh, took out Bin Laden as though that is the that is the strategy no. that can solve our problems around the world. Uh, and, That's the model. And I think it didn't no, no. start no, no. in 2003. No. There were attacks on the coal, and there were attacks in uh, yeah. around the Middle East in the 90s. And we didn't see the signals. And it's what, not wait, all wait, our fault. Wait, That's right. What, what, I think what we were saying there is that the model of going after terrorism as a law enforcement and spy agency issue as opposed to sending invading armies into Arab lands well, is the model. Well, let me say two And things. by the way, that is the model because Iraq didn't make us safer in any way. No. Every time no. we've stopped a terrorist attack, it's because they did some good police work. We were able to get bin Laden for two reasons. One, we captured a lot of bad guys and got information out of them in ways that made people like you uncomfortable. And second of all, we had, been, a presence, we had a presence in the Middle East. You're saying where, that like a fact, and it is hardly well, we, a fact. I'm happy to debate it with you. And we had a presence in the Middle East that got us a lot of human intelligence, the cumulative effect this with which allows us, allows us to do a lot of things like the bin Laden operation. You're, it's not like we just send a team in and they go and, you and, know, and knock we, the guy off secured, and they get out. We secured uh, democracy for the Middle East after that night right. in 2003. No. Was no, that the great we, victory? We, of course we no, didn't do that. And of course I, we didn't. And a I lot of people died. I believe the intelligence on Iraq, I did, uh, and, and I was wrong, and going into Iraq was wrong. But we've done a lot of but, things but, right. Guys, this, bin Laden this, was this, right. There, there are three, there are, look, let's look at three countries. There's Iraq, where we went in big, and it's a mess. There's Syria, where we actually deliberately stayed out of it, starting in 2011. There's chemical weapons being used against Syrians. Hundreds of thousands of people are dead. More than a million are displaced. There's Libya, where we went in and got right out and left it open, and now it's completely being taken over by militant Islamists. So the idea that us no, just going into Iraq is a model for disaster is absurd. No, no, there are places no. where we haven't engaged at all that are on fire we right now. It didn't cost us American lives and trillions of dollars. Yeah. There's always point. going to be places in the world that are on fire. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're arguing two different things. I'm no. simply saying, what Joe is saying is, we went in and we got a mess. And I'm we saying, threw a we hand went in, in and, we, and there's a mess there. There are worse. places we haven't touched and they're even more of a mess. But, <laughs> but yeah. don't, don't you think that the people in the Middle East have to have a war amongst themselves? Some of them want to live they in are. the 21st century. They are century, right now. And right some now. of them want to live in the 7th century. Yeah, you know what? You and know they what? need to have well, that out. They That's are having Mayflower a, uh, let me tell you something. It is happening. Look what's happening in Yemen right now. All right? It's, it's basically a Shiite-Sunni proxy war. Sure. With the Saudis right. arming one side and the Iranians arming the other. Well, guess what? President Obama just signed this, this framework agreement with Iran. 
that will give Iran a nuclear program. We can debate uh, how quickly no, it will lead to a nuclear bomb. No. Let me finish. Let me finish. But they got a nuclear program. The Saudis are already saying, all right, well, if the Iranians get one, we get one. And the Qataris are saying the same thing. And the Egyptians and the Turks aren't going to be far well, behind. So you want that Sunni-Shiite civil war in the region? Fine. Guess what? It's about to be thrown in. A nuclear arms race is about to be thrown into the mix when all these countries well, want to do me too. That's, that's a lot of leaps you take. It's not a leap. It's a si they're well, saying that right you, now. You, the Saudis are saying well, right you, now. Well, you leapt from Obama's Iran treaty to Iran has a nuclear weapon. No. And now no, Saudis no, no, no. and Turkey. I'm leaping from Iran, Obama's announcement of his deal to what the Saudis and the Qataris are saying in response now. They're saying, if you're going to legitimize Iran's nuclear program, we get one too. But he's not, not legitimizing, legitimizing it. it. How is he not? He's saying, he's saying they he can not? keep their nuclear he's, program. He's program. Yes, not yes. nuclear weapon. Right. Right. nuclear program. Right. You're and so about. the Saudis are, going to, are saying, great, we get one too. Okay, but a nuclear program is not nuclear weapons. And it quickly, with a little bit of R&D, uh, becomes a nuclear weapon. Actually, it will actually, much more quickly become one if we don't have the I, inspectors in there. Together. When the first time United States President raised the issue about Iranian nuclear program, it was Bill Clinton in 1995 asking Boris Yeltsin to stop supplying Iran with Russian nuclear technology. Right. Yeltsin gave him a very vague promise, and Clinton hasn't pushed him. 20 years ago, American, American president already knew about the potential problem, but again, we are Actually, here well. Congress <laughs> tried to block that. We did try, and Clinton vetoed it, as I remember. But, Bill, and I think we passed it over his veto. You are you. You said something that I am shocked to believe. I kind of agree with you on. Okay, you, I mean, it's I'm still. It's like I'm hallucinating here. But you said, you said, it, wouldn't it be great if we had inspectors in there to prevent Iran from getting its breakout nuclear weapons capability? I I completely agree. The problem is the Iranians don't agree. Right? The, the commander... No, 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 no. Hold on. The no. commander of the Revolutionary Guard Corps in Iran has yeah. said you cannot inspect. But military facilities in Iran. Yeah, that's to win his base. That's the Tea Party of Iran. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's what the final deal is, and you, you know me, that. You tell me what the deal is. The, 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 well, moment, the, the moment the U.S. came out... If you let them moment, make it, maybe they yeah, would. The, the moment the U.S. came out, the P5 plus 1 came out with its interim agreement, All the right. foreign minister of Iran said, that fact sheet is spin, it's yeah. not real. Well, the supreme leader of Iran said sanctions will be removed right away, not the way President Obama is saying. Let's go back so, to this. Okay. So yes. they, there's, yeah. like a, a, there's like a Persian version of this document, and then Persian there's an version. American version of this and, document. And, and, they're and not the deal insane. isn't cut, and if right. there is no deal, the other five of the P5 plus one are going to walk away from the sanctions and trade with Iran, and there will be an arms race in the Middle East. And the hope is that it will be a good enough deal, and we'll all stick together, and one of the other beneficiaries of of a good enough deal, even though they don't see it that way yet, is Israel. I have, I have, I would love a good deal. I do not think this is a good deal, and if, we, and I think we could get a better deal. This deal was negotiated when Iran's economy was was strangled, and oil was being traded at hundred dollars a barrel. Today, today it's right. under fifty dollars a barrel. The they're under more economic pressure. We can negotiate. All right. I don't think so. Yes, Daniel Hughley. Isn't uh, hearing uh, somebody who was so wrong about a war? Um, lecture you about what's going on now, like Car Kim Kardashian telling you how to be a wife. It's kind of like that. Like, it's like... <laughs> I just know yeah, that there's so many mistakes were made, and they were argued just like it was so many points and facts and figures, and it was so wrong-headed that we will suffer for that for, for decades. And, yeah. and, and how do you... How are you so... 
you, you all speak with such certainty, and if you were right, then we wouldn't be in the situation we are in now. Well, I mean, it's... I mean, I could ask you the same question I asked Professor Stiglitz out there. I mean, $60 billion was the estimate from Rumsfeld and, and George Bush, and it's costed over $4 trillion. Yeah. What else can you be that wrong about? Where else can you well, be even close to that wrong? You can say we've won the war against al-Qaeda when we haven't. Well... Is that really That's a big comparable? deal. It's a big deal. I don't know if it's comparable. It's a big deal. Wow. But you know that it's I, not I, comparable. No. It's so yeah. not that, comparable. That's a big deal. It's just what he said. It's not money. It's not lives. It's just the guy... It actually is lives. No, no, it's no, lives. what's going on in Syria. No, but we move. They don't think this war is over. Bill. Hundreds of thousands of yeah. people slaughtered. You're just, Chemical weapons? You're just arguing the red team. It's not really realistic. I, I, what do you, you mean? I'm just, you're just, I mean, this is your team. This is no, what's no, wrong no, with no, America. But, Nobody ever argues the truth. No, 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 no. Hold on. This is my team. No, 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 Bill. So that, I that, argue that, the, that, I have the red flag behind me. So I argue the red position. Hey, hey, and, and I'm you, the first you, to admit, because I saw it firsthand, that our country and the Bush administration made Huge mistakes, huge in the Gulf War. I mean, so, I, huge. So, and I was advocating so, for things, and others who were working with me were advocating for things that frustratingly our government didn't do to fix things. All right, we finally did turn things around gradually. But to suggest that this is just some partisan talking point is a well, little absurd. But to suggest that it's equally a mistake to send thousands of people to their death yeah. cost trillions of dollars with a president prematurely saying that this one terrorist group is on the run I, when I'm they're simply not saying is just absurd. Well, yeah. It's absurd. Right. And but you I, know that it's absurd. I, I, but Jane is not on the red team. So... I'm, but I, I take your... Well... A little bit. I, I'm, I'm trying to get these things... <laughs> trying to help get these things right. I think it's a dangerous world. I agree with what Gary said about Putin. I think if people don't stand up to Putin, what, what lesson are we not learning? We have to stand up to Putin. And we have to we figure are. out a way when, to how help... How are we standing up to, to Putin? Sanction. With, with massive what, what, sanctions As opposed to what? what? Bombing us to war? What about arming Ukrainian well, troops? What about giving lethal wow. weapons to the uh, Ukrainian it's army? It's not clear that that way, won't way, cause war, more harm. Congress and, and Senate almost unanimously support it. You know, almost all Democrats, you know, and Republicans support arming Ukraine. By the way, in 1994, under pressure from Bill Clinton, Ukraine has been disarmed. Ukraine had the third largest nuclear arsenal in the world, bigger than China, right. France, and UK combined. Right. U.S. demanded this arsenal to be dis to be dismantled. U UK gave it up for the guarantees of its territorial integrity. Right. It's a signature of U.S. president and, by the way, UK prime minister. I mean, it's you so, have to stand by your signature. But would it be better if all the former Soviet republics had nuclear weapons in them? If no, 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 it, Is that what it was saying? a good idea that they, they they did it, but there were guarantees in exchange for for removing them back to Russia. Okay, well, I, you know, well, I. I take your, your point seriously. Why, why can anybody here talk with certainty about what should happen in the world? No, such certainty. Like, it's, it's well, so absolute here. I don't, absolute. I don't think there are any... I think there are the least, least bad options in a lot of these places. Correct. There are no I agree with good that. options. Yes. And figuring right. out a way forward is important. But this is a point that I, where maybe we disagree, Bill. I think withdrawing from all this and letting them all fight it out and seeing where it ends up 
is is not something we should do. I but think America's really, responsibility. No, wanna, I don't agree with that. They want to fight it out with each other, but we should get in the no, middle so here, they have a no, common enemy. No, here would be my comment. It's just I think crazy. we should. I mean, we are not the indispensable power. We're the indispensable partner in the world. We have wealth. We have history. Maybe we, we have, should stop thinking of ourselves as so fucking indispensable. I, you know what? I don't. I maybe, agree. We're, maybe we're not that indispensable. I think American we leadership stop patting matters. Ourselves on I the don't back. think we should pat Nobody ourselves on the back. I don't think our but history that's what is it that is. beautiful. We're I think, always the most exceptional, I, I don't the most think indispensable. We Nobody I think can we live without us. Maybe they can. Structure better. <laughs> Maybe better they can live ways. without us. But millions of people are willing to, to enter America. Why? What's that? Yeah. Why millions of tens of millions of people in the world are trying to enter the United States? I'm not saying other countries aren't bigger shitholes. <laughs> oh. I'm saying, why do we have to go there? I think our influence would be a lot greater if we actually fixed America more. Right. And, and I if think we, we should do that, that too. Money that was my original in our question. People. Opportunity cost. What if we took that $4 trillion and just the infrastructure? Our, our country is crumbling. Do you believe it would go to infrastructure or stock markets? Well, well we, we have a choice. We have a choice. choice. Yeah, yeah choice our, political political system, our political system yeah. hasn't been working the right way, but, and that's partly because of the Republicans. But really? If, if, <laughs> you know what's interesting, Joe? You know what's interesting, Joe? That it's, it's the Democratic White House that feels so strongly about maintaining a federal guarantee for our big investment banks. And so if they ever implode again, the taxpayers have to bail no. them out. And I am for completely untangling that guarantee, so there, and a there, lot of Republicans there, there, are. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, that, that was uh, a big mistake, the way we bailed out the banks. Uh, we had to save the banks, but we didn't have to save the bankers, the shareholders, and the exactly. bondholders. So who is holding that okay. all together today? Well, that's right. Hold on. It's not, it's not Republicans in the White House who are holding all that but together today. Second. They are investment banking lobbyists that are very close to this administration that and are making sure that guarantee and stays and in place. But can I get the back Supreme to Court decisions like Citizens United? It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And, and let's be honest. When, when Obama was trying to get the economy back on its feet, he begged the Republican Congress to spend some money on infrastructure. He yeah. said, look, we have millions of people sure. out of work. They could fix it's this bridge. It's, it's, a, it's an Bill. easy fix. Why don't you He had rate. control of the Congress in the first two years oh. of administration. No, Hold he on. Didn't. No, yes, he, he, did. He, he, he did. He did. He did. Majorities in the House and the Senate. Yes. And he got a he stimulus, did. a trillion dollar stimulus pass. Right. He got Dodd-Frank pass, which, which has a too-big-to-fail guarantee built in to protect the investment banks. He got Obamacare passed. He got a bunch of things passed. So why didn't he push exactly what you're saying? Well, he was working on those first. You're correct. And a lot of people said he should work on the economy first. And he said, you know what, America is waiting... It's infrastructure. What's this? It's infrastructure, you know. The last, we the last construction on the East River in New York was in 1909. Right. We're agreeing. Shocking. <laughs> I think we all agree. Yes. No, no. Yes, no. on that. And if people go across that bridge and they die, it'll be a holocaust. Oh, Gary, I'm so I didn't mean it that way. I... Okay, so my point is, yes, a lot of people said he should work on the economy first. And I think what he was saying is our health care system is the economy. And it is. Because we have... Been... That was... Everybody agreed before he, di he did health care. Everybody agreed that this is a thing that's going to break the budget. Remember where the curve was going? Now we have Obamacare and it bended the curve. And we're not going to go broke because of that. But 
I never bought that argument. I don't know about what you think about this, Professor. I never bought that argument that by doing health care, he wasn't doing the economy. By doing health care, he was doing yeah. the economy. Yeah, but there's well, more people no, no, on, on food stamps than there were when Obama came to yeah. power. No, no, there are the, more people was, dropping was, out of the labor it, force that was because than when he there came was into a, power. There, there was 30 years of deregulation, and, uh, you know, it was bipartisan, but there were 30 years of mistaken policies that began under Reagan but got worse and worse and worse. And, and the result of that is, in 2008, we had a... You just, for the a, audience, a, just a be worse, very clear. Worse, it was also a, Bill Clinton I, and Barack Obama. Right. Just it, it, it only was, applauding it, it, when you mention Reagan. <laughs> I just want to make sure they know that Clinton and... Was, and, it, it, yeah. it, and the economy went into the deepest downturn that we had in 80 years. And we pulled back now, but it wasn't done as well as it could have been That's if right. we had the right investment. But it would have been a lot... Uh, you know, I think he had hoped that if the economy didn't turn around in, when it came to 2011, we would have another dose. I thought that was a political misjudgment. In 2011, he, didn't, he no longer controlled Congress. He couldn't get the second dose that the economy needed of stimulus, and that's why we've had a lingering recovery with 91% of the benefits going to the upper 1%. But it was a problem that was presented to him uh, Unfortunately, by in, in 2008. All right. I think everyone's talked out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.